0: and welcome back to nobody no problem I'm Kristen I'm Katie and we are speaking to you on very new fancy equipment (laughs) yes we're very excited because we have new stuff
1: yeah we have new microphones and we have a preamp and we're trying to pretend like we know what the fuck we're doing and we do not we don't we
0: don't it's really weird don't get excited but we also wanted to but apologize for some quieter episodes because we just didn't have the proper equipment, I think. And when we realized we were serious about the issues, we were like, all right, let's fork up some dough. And we upgraded. And now but here we are. I will say, we've said since the beginning, we are new. We are
1: not professionals. So take that
0: for what it is. <laughs> we're trying really hard. <laughs> we are. And I think so far it's okay. But we just wanted to point out that, you know. We, we apologize because it was pointed out to us that some of the episodes, the sound quality wasn't the greatest, and I know how annoying that could be, so hopefully this makes it a little bit more easier to listen to. And if not, then go fuck yourself, because <laughs> that's all the money I got for now. Legit, that's all we can do. Cool. Uh, but I hope all of you had a great week. Happy Friday. We are back in the studio, and by studio I mean back bedroom of my home that a folding table and pretty
1: much that
0: (laughs) really professional over here really professional but we're back we are in this episode seven and it is katie's turn to tell us a story it's my turn it It is is your turn
1: get that out later (laughs) uh do you want to guess who i'm going to talk about
0: i don't i have no idea john list okay I think I know who he is it sounds familiar but I also am not 100 on who he is I'd be very surprised if once I start
1: telling the story you
0: don't pick it
1: up real quick because he is very well known but
0: okay so I wanted to tell it cuz it's fucked well yeah I'm sure it's a crazy story so I mean it is they're all fucking crazy but all right I'm excited Let's right. do this shiz, man. All right. So here we are talking about
1: John List. That is List. L-I-S-T. <laughs> it was a Grocery Whoa. List. I said it to CJ earlier and he was very confused. Yes, that's his last name. Anyway, dude's born not on... He's an idiot. I'm just kidding. I love you. Everyone knows. All right. <laughs> He's born on September 17th, 1925 in Bay City, Michigan. Kind okay, of close to home. Appreciate it. Pretty close. Mm-hmm. He's the only child to John Frederick List and Alma Barbara Florence List. That's a solid name. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They were German-Americans, mm-hmm. super Lutheran, and his father was a Sunday school teacher, and he ends up being, in a, being a Sunday school teacher as well. Normal childhood, completely. Just what do you think you out. make as a
0: Lutheran Sunday school teacher? Shit, you make jack shit. <laughs> Sorry, I knew the answer
1: right off the bat. You make nothing.
0: (laughs) Nothing at all. They just pay you in pennies. No,
1: they pay you in smiles and (laughs)
0: prayers. Rainbows and unicorns. Same thing. (sighs) All right,
1: so 1943, uh, List enlists in the Army, (laughs) and he serves as a laboratory technician in the infantry during World War II. What do they do? Don't ask me these questions. I just, I don't know, I've
0: never heard of that before. I'll
1: Google it later. Okay. So fast forward to 1944, List is discharged from from the Army and he enrolls at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, which we've been to multiple times, close by. it's a great place. He gets a bachelor's degree in, in, in business administration and he gets a master's degree in accounting. He's also commissioned a second lieutenant through ROTC. Now I know you asked me a question a second ago about what that meant and I had no idea. I super had no idea what... Oh, a com- did? Well I didn't know that either but I didn't care enough. <clears throat> I didn't know what commissioned a second lieutenant through ROTC meant. So I sent a message to my brother, who is in the Air Force, and he explained that that means that you become an officer when you graduate. So, oh, thank you, John. Thanks, John. He'll never listen to this, but no, it's No, cool. still, okay. The appreciation is there.
0: Yeah, thanks, John.
1: Um, okay, fast forward a little bit, and the Korean War is here. November 1950, the war starts really getting amped up, and he's recalled back to active military service. Jesus. That's a hell of a life. Right? Jesus. Wars on wars on wars. Yeah, wow. But whatever, I mean, he's good at it. Right, okay. So, I mean, go forward and be yourself. Do you, boo-boo. Yes. So, he is stationed in Fort Eustis, Virginia where he meets Helen Morris Taylor. She is a recent widow of an infantry, an infantry, In-try. In-try. <laughs> infantry officer who was killed in this Korea War. R.I.P. Yes, very sad. She has a daughter named Brenda. December first, nineteen 1951, they end up getting married in Baltimore, and they move to Northern California. Ooh, I love Northern Kelly. Shortly after, the army um, is like, hey, you have a master's in accounting and you're really good at it. We're gonna reassign you from this measly laboratory technician, which we actually don't know what means. So (laughs) I mean, it could be great or it could be bad. I don't know, we don't know. But they reassign him to the US Army Finance Corps. In 1952, he finishes his second tour, he starts working for an accounting firm in Detroit, and then he moves on to work as an audit supervisor at a paper company in Kalamazoo. And I should point out that when I was reading this and I read paper company, I said, Dunder Mifflin <laughs> And
0: I was really disappointed that Scranton PA What's this,
1: Yeah I'm like Oh shit He was <laughs> in Pennsylvania It's fine I wish man Dunder also, Mifflin was Dunder real Mifflin's not real Michael Scott Word It feels real I watch it a lot Anyway So He's working As an audit supervisor At a paper company By 1959 Him and Helen Have three babies named Patricia Marie, John Frederick, and Frederick Michael, which I would like to point out. What's with Frederick? Yeah, I don't, that's... that's, Weird? All right.
0: Get over it. Anyway. (laughs) Really like the name Frederick, folks.
1: Um, At this point in 1959, he has been promoted through the company to be a general supervisor of the company's accounting department. So he is, like, super excelling, and he's doing great. Good for him. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Helen is not. Uh Oh. What we are finding out is at this point, she is an alcoholic and unstable. Oh, great! Well, it turns out that during her first marriage uh, that widowed her, uh, when he got back from the Korean War, dude had syphilis. Oh. And... Passed it along, boy. So nothing like a little.
0: Nothing stays in Vegas except for herpes. Nothing stays in Korea. Oh, no, it's not there What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for herpes. I don't know. Back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there's, yeah,
1: there's a lot of jokes that can be made. Syphilis. But, uh, Yikes. Okay, got that'll, it. That'll stick. Well,
0: right. also syphilis attacks your brain. Yeah, and it does come into play. Yeah.
1: So, um, 1960, Brenda, uh, Helen's daughter, she got married and moves away from the family. Naturally. Okay, got it. And then uh, John List decides to move the family to Rochester, New York for a new job with Xerox, in which he eventually becomes the Director of Accounting Services. okay. So, good things. Like, he's moving up, he's moving up, he's moving up career-wise. And he's still married to his crazy he, wife with syphilis? I mean, like, I don't think we need to call her crazy. I think the syphilis makes her maybe go crazy,
0: but, like... Is there... I know this might be a stupid question, but there's not a cure for syphilis no, back no, then, you're right? No, you're so fact. So you just have it forever? Yep. Because, I mean, I know there is now, but... Yeah, no. Not bad. Well, though. she also, like, avoided it forever. So, like, she kind of fucked herself. Well, if
1: there was a way to cure it, she fucked herself.
0: There's... It lays <laughs> dormant for a while. Sometimes you have it and you don't even know you have it. Uh, and then... It's not like she knew. Anyway. Well, so, yes,
1: 1965, um, John List becomes president and comptroller at a bank in Jersey City, New Jersey. So, he moves the family out there <clears throat> along with his mother... He buys a 19-room Victorian mansion Jesus! Called, it like, it actually has its own name. It's called the
0: Breeze Knoll. Holy fuck. You know you've made it when your house has a name. Yep. Especially one like the Breeze Knoll. Well, also, there's six of you living in it, and it's a 19-room 19 19 room house. Oh, what do you need 19 rooms for? You think they had stuff in the other 19 rooms. I always wonder.
1: No idea. I'll never get to that point. But the address was 431 Hillside Avenue in Westfield. So in 1971, Helen at this point is 45. The oldest of their children, Patricia, is 16. John is 15. And Frederick is 13. And like I said, John's mother comes to live with them. Uh, Her name is Alma and she's 85. Ooh, it's coming back to me. Mm -hmm. I think this is happening. So the family doesn't know, but John loses Uh, his job. There it is. Yep. Yep. John loses his job. And mind you, with a 19-room house, it's expensive. So
0: unnecessary, a 19-room
1: house. Well, it's unnecessary, but it's expensive. And he doesn't have any money pay, and he starts freaking out. Sounds like he was hanging out at the train station, trying to figure out how to solve a financial complication. Clearly, uh, it sounded like he did a couple temporary jobs, but none of
0: them were. Obviously, a temp enough. job is not going to be what you are making right. as a comptroller of a bank.
1: Right. It's not sufficient. And then, along with like all the problems with the marriage, because of the syphilis. Um, and Helen is losing it psychologically, uh, physical issues. Like she was blind near the end because of her syphilis. Yeah, uh, I had to drink
0: heavily to deal with it. Also, and alcoholism we can call blind, cause blindness at the end too, because it causes vascular issues. But if you have syphilis, get it treated. Right. Um,
1: but basically, she was. It seemed like she was just kind of useless towards the end. <laughs> So look, I'm just saying what it is. Look, if you're blind, She's you drink just useless. all day, abuse tranquilizers, and you stay in bed all the time. What and you, you have syphilis. Useless? Well, and you have syphilis. That's just icing <laughs> on the cake. Well actually it's a <laughs> reason. But
0: Yeah, she was just basically useless. Well, yeah. Correction. I mean, I stand corrected. She was useless. By definition, that's and I don't is, know what to
1: tell you. Like, I'm not going to be like... Was just so nonchalant.
0: Well, it and is what it is. What do you talking She comment? was
1: basically useless. Anyway. <laughs> November 9th, 1971. The kids go off to school and John loses his shit. Does he? What does he do? Let me tell you. <laughs> It's between 9 and 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh-oh. He shoots his wife, Helen, in the back of the head. Okay, natural reaction to he shoots his, Helen. He's He shoots his mother, Alma, above the left eye. Jesus. So they're dead. Are they?
0: Is that what happens when you get shot in the head?
1: Yeah, they're dead. So
0: he <laughs> cleans up
1: the mess, and the day goes on. So I'm just gonna like put this out there like in order, and then I'm gonna go back into yes, your hand is raised.
0: I appreciate that. More. You're welcome. He cleaned up the mess. Yes. So he cleaned up the blood and all that completely. So yes. If people came in the house. All right. Let me let me tell the story, and then you're gonna understand. Okay.
1: So he shoots his wife in the back of the head. He shoots his mother above the left eye. When Patricia gets home, the oldest, he shoots her in the back of the head. Shortly after that, Frederick, (sighs) the youngest, gets home from school and he shoots him (sighs) in the back of the head. That hurts your soul. The middle child, John, had a soccer game after school that day. After he had killed the four others, John List attended the soccer game (sighs) and cheered his son on, drove him home... And when they got in the house, he also shoots him in the back of the head. Oh, my God. Now, the only difference in the other four and John is he said that he saw John twitch. So he shot him again. But what I don't think he realized in the autopsy was he shot him over ten times. So I think it had something to do with this was the last one and it was it, it was very clear that John was his favorite child like not that anyone wants to have a favorite child but do. sure um he shot him over 10 times
0: but I feel like at the same time that has to be I don't know because normally when you take that much aggression out on a body you're mad for some reason maybe, I don't know maybe no. he's mad at himself I'll get into it
1: okay so so now all five are dead so now I'm gonna go back as he murdered them After each person he killed, he fully cleaned up the area so that the next person coming in didn't know it was coming or didn't know what had happened. He put them on sleeping bags and dragged each of them into their ballroom. At the end, he had them all lined up Mm -hmm. in a row in the middle of the room. The only one that was not moved to the ballroom was his mother. Because she was too heavy for him to carry from the attic. She was up in the attic.
0: (sighs) Okay. So he's in his
1: right mind at this point. Oh,
0: very much so. Very Very much so. Normal dude.
1: Yes. Got it. All of their faces were covered with a piece of cloth.
0: See, there's the guilt.
1: Yes. So, like I just said, he very well knew what he was doing. It was super well planned. He then, after the murders... He ate dinner. He went around the house and removed his face from all photos in the home so that the police could not put his picture out to the media, which actually super fucking smart. Yeah, but also you think
0: that it worked? How, how? Let me tell you,
1: it fucking worked.
0: He had jobs. He was a controller of a company. They definitely had a company photo of okay. him. It's
1: 1971. They did not have a company photo of him. Or they would have released it.
0: And they didn't They didn't have one. So no it other was member had a photo of
1: him? Apparently not.
0: Yeah. I because they like. were
1: not able to put a picture out. They weren't. That was super smart of him. I guess. Um, I just. Then he called... Um, the school to let them know that his wife's mother was very ill and they were taking a trip to North Carolina to visit her and he did not know when they were going to return. He also called um, the son's friends' moms who would give him rides to school and said the same thing. He Stopped the milk delivery, mail service, and the newspaper delivery.
0: Holy! This fuck. dude had it
1: planned. Um, I mean, like you, you could say that again. If he had spent that much time looking for a new fucking job, if maybe things weren't worked out fine,
0: great. he wouldn't have had to murder his entire fucking family, including his mother. Correct. But albeit, this is what happened. So a few things
1: that uh, John listed was that he left organ music playing on the intercom. It would not turn off until it was physically turned off. Mm. He also left all of the lights on in the house, like every single light, which is why people started calling the police because eventually, nearly a month later, the
0: lights were burning out one one. One. Yeah, I was gonna say at some point, I feel like subconsciously he was like, somebody call the police. Yeah. Because no one would do that deliberately. If but they but he the world. did
1: such a good job of like stopping things. He gave such a good story of like, this is where we're going. Well, that's what I was gonna and, say. And like, this is why we're gonna be out of town. Yeah, that's that, what like, I was gonna no say. No one thought
0: twice about it. If after he did all of that, Yes. and he still left all the lights out in organ music. He still wanted to be caught.
1: No, I don't think he did. I think he was just like this is no. Or he the just music, lost it the completely. The music had a different. It was it was a different thing. But anyway, okay. So the shootings happened November 9th. December seventh. Police finally found Ugh. the bodies. So nearly a month later. I'm sure. That's it's not how really well there. he had it set up. Well. He did turn the thermostat temp down, mm, yeah, so in. that helped. But, yeah, once the police got in there, they were like, what the fuck died in here? Didn't he have the and air the conditioner? And was five people. Yeah, five people. Didn't he have the air conditioner, like, blasting, too? Yeah, it was, it was cold in there. I mean, enough that, like, the smell
0: wasn't seeping outside. But I still don't remember. So, I guess maybe if you get to the point in your life where you feel the need to kill your entire family, including your mother. You're probably not thinking straight, but I still don't understand the lights and the music. It was for him to have a
1: good getaway, and it worked. It worked for 29 days. But how would it work if he called everybody and said they were leaving? He said, we're going out of town. I don't know when we're gonna be back. My mother in law is very ill. I know, but why would he leave all the lights on and music on? You know what I mean? Well, the music you couldn't hear until you went inside. But the lights were probably, the neighbors probably assumed, oh, they want to make sure that people think that Their there's home. someone in there. Yeah,
0: I guess. That makes sense. I so when the police
1: lights, so. finally got inside, they found notes that John had had written. Okay. He had written a note to his employer talking about ways to get new clients and wrapping up the current work that he was dealing with.
0: He doesn't have an employer, though.
1: Um, well, I guess it sounded like a company that he was trying to work for
0: or had just worked for. I don't know. <laughs> so it, like, he fucking lost it. Spread. He lost it. Got
1: family it. members. He wrote notes to family members explaining why he wrote a note to the pastor explaining why. And he put in the note to the pastor that he prayed over the bodies before he left.
0: So he lost it.
1: Yeah. So that night he slept at the Brisnoll for the last time. He took his car to the Kennedy Airport and left it there, and then took the train to Denver, Colorado, which was also a good way
0: to throw people off your scent. throw
1: people off your scent because they were all looking at flight records forever and ever, and there were none. Obviously, man, man. he did not get out of that was a smart move, though. He's not dumb. No, I mean, he's really not. He's not dumb. So he gets to Denver, Colorado, and he starts going by the name of Robert p clark he becomes an active member in another lutheran church takes up a new job as an accountant Holy crap. and in 1985 he marries dolores clark who was a minnow, a minnow,
0: <laughs> a minnow she's a little fish
1: <laughs> she was a time
0: thing i'm just kidding she was a widow
1: and they ended up moving to virginia let's fast forward 18 fucking years <sighs> he's living a second life 18 years later he gets away with this for 18 fucking years that's crazy to me that's how well thought out it was i mean
0: (sighs) he lost it but he did it in the right way but also i feel like living in the 70s or doing this in mm. the 70s makes a huge difference totally because there is obviously absolutely we anything we have back then so it makes it a lot but it's just insane to me that you could just i know the united states is a big place but you could fucking take a train to colorado and no one fucking knows you probably just paid cash yeah that's crazy to me and then you're gone for 18 years yep that's nuts hmm.
1: 18 fucking years Jesus. is living
0: this new
1: life totally fine just wipe the slate clean because him that's why the fuck not
0: yeah Jesus
1: so May 21st 1989 the authorities have never given up searching for John List like it bothers them because they're like this was heinous it was it had everyone up in arms like it was such a big deal. I actually read that it was such a big deal, like it was the biggest thing until the uh, Lindenberg baby was kidnapped and then killed, and Holy that was crap. the only reason that like it kind of got shoved under a rug Did for a little bit. Did they say the
0: Lindenberg baby was kidnapped? Uh, I mean, I could look it up, but I didn't write it down. I'm sorry, I was. didn't mean to ask, but I'm like, was it? I that's crazy though. I mean, honestly. I could see it being he killed 5 people in well, very and you your family. It's well, just, yeah, wow. your whole family. For I get like your wife was crazy, but I feel like I've been leaning towards he's like lost it, but obviously she researched more than I have and she was like, no, he was it was completely methodically planned. He he was he did all a of this. straight up
1: killer. I mean, this was not Guy goes crazy and loses it and gets lucky. No, he was very methodical, very thought out, planned it down to a t- I mean, he calls this fucking newspaper guy and was like, "Hey, we're gonna be gone for a while, so just put us on hold." Who the fuck does that? He but who about thinks everything. about that?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I plan vacations and I forget more. Yeah, shit. To, like pick up your mail and stuff. I can't. Like he, he planned that. You would think that one, like, I don't know. I just feel like, I just, like, picture him as, like, the, I don't know. And he's very, like, the dude in, like, looking. American Beauty, where he's just, like, sitting there and eating a steak and gets shot in the back of the head. Like, he's that calm. You know what I mean? Very. Like, so very serene, so. which is
1: fucking crazy. Yes. All right. So, May 21st, 1989, 18 years later, the authorities are like, you know what? We're tired of chasing this guy. We're going to go to. America's Most Wanted. Yes. So they go to them and they're like, hey, you need to put this guy on the air. And they gave them a uh, lashback. They're like, no, this is a super old case, blah 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 blah. So they're like, listen, we have no photographs of this guy. John Since Walsh. How bad?
0: Fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. You're the best. No no
1: no. I actually read about I read an interview he gave. He actually was the one who ended up being like Bring it on! Because yes. they were like, "I love that this This is what they were like. This is what he did. It would be your oldest case on America's Most Wanted, so like big premiere because it sounded like America's Most Wanted was kind of getting stale. So they're like, "Listen, like if you can crack this, you're gonna
0: you bring your side back Are to life."
1: And they didn't. Like I said, they haven't. They don't have a photograph of him in over eighteen years. So what they end up doing? Well, I is, feel like
0: from seventy one to nineteen eighty nine is a huge jump in technology it is. as well.
1: So they end up having an artist and a criminal psychologist create a sculpture profiler of what John List would look like based on the last time they have like any kind of photograph or picture or memory of him. I honestly. I've read so many things. At this point, it's kind of boggled. But, and then they had to age it by
0: 18 years. Yeah, which is crazy. So it
1: took these two people three months to create this sculpture. That's
0: so badass, though.
1: Like, fuck no, yeah. No, what's so badass is that they were so on fucking point that when they aired it, they got 20 calls from Richmond, Virginia,
0: they were like, dude, I know this dude. He lives down the street. For About a John P.
1: Clark. You mean Robert. Robert P. Clark. Robert P. Clark. My bad. Robert P. Clark. So 11 days, June 1st, 1989, 11 days after this show airs, he's
0: arrested.
1: He's fucking arrested.
0: That's crazy, though, dude. I, I love mean, like, that. That
1: is, to me, that was like... You fucking nailed it. And then the big thing that they said was the glasses. Because he had glasses. Yeah, I was so going to say, he had, he had glasses, right? So they did this whole sculpture. And then he said that they went to, like, the dollar store or thrift store or something. And they found, like, this simple, boring pair of glasses. And he just set it on the sculpture. And he was like, this is it. Bam. Got him. So initially, John List just dis- denies being... John List. Does he? Why would he? I mean, did he do something bad? Maybe. (laughs) But after a little bit, it's pretty clear that it's him. His fingerprints, his fingerprints are an exact match with his military records. So on February 16th, 1990, he finally is like, right, it's me. You got me. I give up. (sighs) Dick. Yep. So we move on to the trial. The letter to the pastor was revealed to the public during this trial. It is so very clearly a confession. Like he says, I'm gonna quote it in a minute, but like, it's basically a full out confession. So April 12th, 1990, he's convicted of all five first degree murders of which he was arrested for. And on May 1st, the judge sentenced him sentences him to five life terms in prison. He files for appeal on the base of PTSD from the wars that he was in and the fact that he doesn't think the pastor should have been able to make public the letter that he wrote to him. It should have been
0: confidential between... Well, it is religious. Whatever. That is, but I also feel that it's the same thing with you know doctors and uh, attorneys. Well, I guess maybe not attorneys, but if you're going to no self-
1: attorney confidential, well attorney it, client confidential
0: privilege well, is a thing. Yes, it's, no attorney. Yes, attorney client privilege is very much a thing. But if it involves what did I say? Uh, That's not you know, you like just added another idea. confidential word. <laughs> you know you didn't, but they. If it involves self-harm or harming of other people, that that line is blurred because if you go to your psychiatrist and say, I'm gonna shoot up this fucking school, they have a they, they have a like a, an, an obligation. obligation to tell somebody. Right. Same thing with a pastor or a attorney. You have to tell someone, which he did. That bullshit yes. shouldn't have been confidential. You confess to killing your entire fucking family, including your children.
1: I mean, he put in the letter that he prayed over each of the bodies. I mean, go fuck yourself. We should all forgive him then, right? Right. So, obviously the appeals are denied because fuck you, sir.
0: Yes, thank you. He
1: ends up dying uh, in jail of pneumonia on March 21st, 2008 at 82
0: years of age. I really was hoping you were going to say syphilis. I
1: don't know. No, I actually looked it up because I wondered if he got it, and I guess as syphilis gets in the later phases, you cannot pass it on. So by the time he was with his wife, and they finally had sex or something,
0: he, he (laughs) he couldn't contract it from her. So he didn't pull an Al Capone and just die of complications of syphilis. That would have been full circle, completed the saga, and it would have been fucking great. But... Fucking pneumonia, it is. You know, whatever does the job. <laughs> as long as it gets it done, because that piece of shit didn't deserve anything after. Nope. But I guess. So, just a few notes. Um, the
1: Bresnol burned down nine months after he uh, murdered his entire family in August of 1972. This is kind of a funny thing. The ballroom's stained glass skylight, they found out, when it burned down, that it was actually a signed Tiffany original. So, at the time, it was worth $100,000. And that was 70-fucking-two. No, that was 71. Well, 72 the fire was. But oh, it yeah, was that's worth what it, I mean. Well, 71, yeah. 72, yeah. It was worth $100,000. He was only, like, shorted on his mortgage at the time that he decided to kill his entire family, $11,000. So, like, if he had done any kind of... "Uh, What did I get this mansion for? What's the skylight? He could have been like, well, we're going to back pay, we're going to sell this house. But he was very much a keep up with the Joneses type, so I don't know if it would have actually ended up helping anyway.
0: So you're telling me that he purchased this house without the real estate agent going, you have a signed Tiffany original stained glass skylight. Correct. They had no idea. In your fucking
1: house. I'm guessing that just people aren't done. What it,
0: it was worth $100,000 in the 70s. Yeah. So it has to be worth... Buku bucks. It's, it would have been worth I, from the 70s till now, inflation rates. And I'm doing it, yeah. It, it's got to be, I mean, that's going to be an insane amount of money. But even then, that's fucking yeah. insane. So, like, way to
1: fuck that up, sir.
0: Way to fuck that up so hard. Because who the fuck... Needs a stupid stained glass skylight. Well, Some dumbass. Which he person would it buy it? Glass and well, and that's right. I think I get it. Okay. I mean, like, if you, don't, lamps and it, all if that, you but. don't know it's there,
1: why would that thought ever cross your mind? It's just a funny thought to think about now that it's like, oh. <laughs> Your financial problems could have been solved very easily, but you didn't even
0: know. That had to have been a huge selling point for the house, though, it's so confusing for me because I if know. I was a real estate agent, that would be the main thing I talked about because keeping up with the Joneses people, right. you really would walk in and be like, look what I have. It's a Tiffany original skylight. But right. You know right. what I mean? Bougie as fuck. You don't get more bougie than Tiffany's. Correct. For whatever reason, but...
1: So I'm going to quote a New York Times article, um, wherein it said, In a 2002 television interview on ABC with Connie Chung, Mr. List was asked why he did not take his own life if he felt so overwhelmed. Mr. List said he thought suicide would have barred him from heaven and he had hoped to be reunited with his family there. (laughs) There. Sir, I can guarantee you, if you fucking made it there, they're not waiting for you. And they're—if they were, it would be with their middle fingers up. Uh,
0: there is no way. And in you're hell. not up there. If there are you're two not places, you're down south. You are not up there, bro. You took the he life believed, of children. He uh. died
1: thinking he was—he was going
0: to heaven. Well, and that's why I understand that he methodically thought this out but i still do not there is no when he went through that there had to have been something that broke you know what i mean like inside of him at that moment something broke like it wasn't just like this is what i'm gonna do it was like maybe not hearing voices but something snapped and he was like well this is what i need to do the closest thing
1: that i read out of all the things that i read was like midlife crisis he didn't want his appearance to be jarred. He would rather kill his family than to move his family into a cheaper place. Yeah. Because of appearances. So I don't think
0: mentally he was, like, gone. I think he was just a fucking idiot. Okay, so the Tiffany skylight I Googled it would be worth 635000 So I was like, way off. All right. We, well, still more inflation. than 100000 Yes, well, way more than 100000 That's a lot of money. But, yeah, I mean, I just feel like they were so adamant that he was, like, in his right mind. But, obviously, you can't be in your right mind. If no,
1: that's you were. The, he, the I don't jo- know if no, right mind
0: is the right it's term It's not the phrase. right term at
1: all. He was totally in his right mind. He was just a fuck-up. He was fucked. I don't know how else to put it. He was... Completely psychologically there. He was just a bad person thinking that it makes more sense for me to kill my family <laughs> than for us to move to a smaller house so I can face the fact that I don't make enough to pay for this house. Well, That's literally what it was. You don't, get to, you don't get to put this up to psychological shit. He was just a dickhead. That's all it was. And that's
0: dickhead on a grand Whole nother grand scale. scale. Yes. Yeah, I don't even think we can, because that's Also, insane. I would like to point
1: out that when he passed away, no one claimed his remains.
0: Because he's yeah. a big
1: fucking loser.
0: Well, he's a giant dick. Do you, uh, did he have kids after he got married again? No,
1: they did not have any kids. And I would like to point out my sources, which were... Wikipedia, Murderpedia, New York Times, Ranker.com, and ForensicFilesNow.com. I read a bunch of shit. I probably am missing some also, if I'm being honest, because it got to a point where I was checking little shit, and I was stealing company time, so I didn't get <laughs> <checked> too <it laughs> until. We have full-time jobs, okay? We have to do this Listen. sometimes it work. I took a minute or two here there we have lunches. Um, I do a lot of research on lunch too. So Well, I did my best. And it was
0: great. I thought it was awesome. Basically, I, this guy's just a dickhead. He was not a nice person and it just it boggles my mind the full lack of remorse shown. Well, that was exactly it. Because yeah. during the trial, at one
1: point when he was, like, pleading to the judge, the judge was like, no, sir, and you will have to deal with all five of these deaths now. Like, it was yes. like, bam. Yeah, fuck oh, you. I should have written that, written that quote down. I didn't. But it was like, no, there was no getting around this. He could fully comprehend what was going on. He fully knew what he was doing when he did it. He wrote in the letter to the pastor that he knew what he was doing when he did it was a sin. And later, when he was sin. in jail, he gave an interview, and he said the same thing. I knew what I was doing when I was doing it was wrong and was a sin, and I did it anyway. I felt it necessary. I just so don't understand.
0: You go fuck yourself. That plan, you know what I mean, where you get to the point in your life where it's just, I'll never, I don't know. My thing is,
1: I guess, uh, the fact that it's all over financial shit is the crazy thing to me. Because there are so many things that, like, you can kind of understand whatever financial shit. No. I could go live
0: in a box before you feel like you need to kill me.
1: What <laughs> shit? You know what I mean? Like,
0: Your whole family. And... Look, that was the most fucked up thing is he went to his son's soccer game. Yep. And watched his favorite son play soccer and be happy and be and a kid. Him, and um, went and home and then shot him in the back of the fucking head. in the head. front door and bam. How? Oh, I just can't. I'll never understand, but I guess. Well, we won't that's, because we're not fucked up like that. That is what interest is, interested us in true crime to begin with because... The way these people tick, it just, I will never understand the white clock. We have to get one in every episode, everybody. Cheers. (laughs) But I just, you never, I'll never get it. And it always will fascinate me to think that you got to a point in your life where this was a good fucking idea to you. This is what I need to do to survive, to take the lives of everybody I love. Because I'm sure he loved his kids. No, he did. And his mother his wife maybe not so much since according to Katie she was useless listen <laughs> you are I'm not I didn't
1: mean to say that she was necessarily useless except that from what I read I gather that she was maybe useless <laughs>
0: She be.
1: she stayed she in bed all the me. days and she was an alcoholic she has the future that I want
0: <laughs> I don't know minus the syphilis well, mine is the simplest, obviously. <laughs> oh man. But that was yes. I mean it's just the scariest thing ever because he I I wanna say that he broke something broke, but I don't know. But I he mean,
1: clearly didn't because he got married and then was happily married for eighteen fucking years. Yeah, and he just so, went back to being normal. I would say he's just a fucking weirdo. And people do say that they look back on that letter that he wrote The Passer when they're studying criminology and things like that because it's such a phenomenon of he didn't have a bad childhood, he didn't have, like, a fucked-up personality, mind disorder kind of of thing. um, It honestly was, like, a clear and cut I murdered just because I felt like I had to in the
0: situation. Like... People refer to it all the
1: time. Well, like, that kind of goes back to... It's crazy.
0: The one that you... the la- Well, not the last one. I'm sorry. Um, Hell Crafts. Right. Because her husband had a normal childhood and, like, his family loved him and they, like, were normal and this, for some reason, he felt this was the only way out. Yeah. How? I don't understand. I mean, I guess maybe that was a little different because it was, like, love was involved or obsession, I guess. But still, it's like, how do you get to that point, you know? Yeah. I don't want to find out. I don't ever want to be there on either end. For you, you mean
1: you don't want to get fed through a wood chipper? I mean, I definitely want to be the one putting someone
0: through a wood chipper <laughs> if I had to choose.
1: I'm not saying I want to be a murderer, but I don't want to be murdered either. I would have to
0: agree with you on that statement. If it's between the murder e or the murder-er, I would prefer to be the er. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks.
1: <laughs> Hard pass. to through a wood mur- chipper.
0: Thanks. Well, that was great. I loved it. I honestly, I know the story, but it's been such a long time since I've heard it. Yeah. It was an oldie. It is an oldie, but, it but is, I like it. It's a goodie, but not but it's entertaining to listen to the story because I when you asked me if I had heard of him and I was like and then I thought it was that one guy who ran away to Europe and stole my cot um but you know I thought it was great
1: all right cool well then I'm gonna end it on a dad joke Katie's corny corner that is not my theme song (laughs) please don't
0: ever do that again (laughs) I'm doing it every single time before she does this no. <laughs> <laughs> Accept it.
1: All right. Anyway, I got a joke for you, Kristen. Okay. Why should you never fight a dinosaur? I don't know, Katie. You'll get your kicked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love this one so much. <laughs> I love Jurassic Park. We love dinosaurs.
1: Oh, I should have worn my uh, dinosaur Oh yeah that
0: one time we went to Target that was the best day ever when I turned around I was like Katie and you were like (gasps) and just ran into the fucking wilderness of the clothing and grabbed the dinosaur tank
1: top. And It was perfect because we were going to see Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Yeah. And I wore it and now I wear it to work and they just have to accept that you like dinosaurs and I'm not professional so I'm wearing my dinosaur shirt to work. (laughs)
0: Absolutely, some fucking positively do we yep
1: all right well i don't I, think that's there's... the end of
0: my story yeah but, uh... let's see anything else we had to talk about um well as we always say and well we never say but we're getting better at it like subscribe follow and fucking tweet i don't there's so many goddamn Review things
1: or something
0: yeah like
1: I don't I don't know. I'm not good at so Review social media.
0: Yeah, you said review. I thought you said you like the show that you're starting watching. watch. I was like what? That you show um, Which
1: is creepy as fuck. It's by very the way. stressful. Um, it's made me very much more that I should be aware of my surroundings. Always be aware you like surroundings. I'm like looking around like a
0: psychopath now when I walk <laughs> to work. <laughs> yes, but we um you can follow us on Instagram at nobody no problem. Uh, we post photos along with the stories here so you'll get to see who John List was and what he looked like and I'll probably find a photo of He's a really boring white like, guy with glasses, just and so I'm, you know. Well, we'll probably make it cooler, you know. No, We'll do, like, that boring. the sculpture and we'll probably do the sure. people making that. So I can probably find some stuff. But we post photos along with it because if you don't want to Google who he is or whatever, that's what our jobs are. Yeah. But, um, um
1: yeah, do all that cool shiz on social media. Yeah,
0: uh, like us on Facebook. Yep. You do that, uh social media. Just we're on all of it. Yep. And it's you know, that's the that's the, the tea. That's the tea. That's the And aside
1: to that, we're gonna peace the fuck out of yeah, here. I go and make some we're more gonna go uh talk to you guys next week.
0: Yeah, we are. My turn.
1: Hope you like the story.
0: Yeah, well we're gonna be I I should be coming out with a, a another bang. Yes Queen. Alright, <laughs> We'll talk to you on the flip side. I am Kristen. I'm Katie. And we are No Body, No Problem. And we Deuces. will. Deuces. Uh, yeah.